are you willing to pay the cost for this life? If you have this picture of how you want to live and how you want to love and how you want to parent and how you want to work and how many hours a day, you know, how many hours a day or hours a week you want to spend working, you're going to have to let go of some of the shit that you have now and some of the people that you have now. Are you willing to do that? And it's a question that only you can answer. most for women everywhere is to stop playing small and step into your unique power so you can finally show up as the biggest, fullest, and truest version of you. But that means you first got to get crystal clear about who you are so you can then let go of everything that you're not. I'm here to teach you how to know yourself, trust yourself, and honor yourself so you can create a deeply aligned, deeply empowered, deeply sacred, and deeply inspiring life. You know, the one you were actually sent here to have. Come on, let me show you how. Welcome to So Deka. We spend so much of our lives, especially as women, being told that there is one right way to do things, to be and express our womanhood and to embody feminine energy, to mother or to not mother, to be a wife, to be a lover, to be a boss, to be, you know, the head of the PTA or a good employee. And I think that's the exact reason why we end up in lives that are miserable and we look around at 30, 35, 40, 50, it's happening younger and younger and are like, this is not the life that I imagined myself living. This is not what I thought this was going to be like. How the hell did I end up here? And it's because you've been following a script and a narrative and a lifestyle that was not uniquely built for you. And that's why so much of it doesn't feel good. It's why there is so much resistance. You're following a path and a plan that doesn't belong to you. We're always herded and encouraged and socialized to shrink so that other people can be happy, to be nice, so that we can be likable. You know, being nice is a huge thing for women. Niceness, especially as little girls, that's always held, you know, more important than anything. It doesn't matter if somebody did something to you and it really was wrong. It's important for us to be nice, be nice. And so we swallow our feelings in order to be likable and to look pretty in the hopes that we might be desired. And my thing is like, enough is enough. Enough with the shrinking, with the mask wearing, with playing small, with self-betraying, and really intentionally marching ourselves to the guillotine by creating lives that make us sick and miserable because, again, we're trying to fit and squeeze into molds and narratives that no longer fit. And I'm super passionate about this topic because I feel like I've spent a good deal of my 41 years feeling like I didn't fit in. And I know Raquel, my best friend, you know, we always go back and forth and it's like, no, you know, you were always in, you were always in. But again, the What something feels like on the inside is different than what quote unquote reality may be. And so I absolutely felt like I didn't fit in. And I was constantly being told that if only I could change some, you know, a couple of really essential things about myself, you know, change a few things about myself, but they happen to be essential things that I could finally be, you know, acceptable or liked. And, you know, I was pausing because I was thinking about, you know, the thing is, these are also things that I really love and value about myself. I love my transparency. I love 
my sarcastic sense of humor. I love my filthy mouth. I, you know, I love my vulnerability and my ability to have uncomfortable conversations. And in that, letting other people know that this is a safe space for that. So when you come to me telling me that I need to be different, and again, especially when this happens in childhood, you have to listen to the authority figures, but it makes you feel like there's no room for somebody like me. Somebody like me, you know, is different and you want me to water myself down in a way that makes me not even like who I am. And again, it's not until we get older and you're out on your own and you start to put together your own philosophies and notice your own patterns that it's like, yeah, no, I'm not doing that. I'm not about to eat myself alive just to, or no, what's the phrase? I'm not going to set myself on fire to keep you warm. That I'm not doing. And so in the process of all this, I realized that oftentimes I look back and I can see that I was looking for somebody to recognize something about me that I didn't even recognize about myself. And that was the only real problem. Like, you have to give to yourself the exact thing that you're looking for others to give to you. It doesn't, you know, your cup can't be empty in this place and think that somebody else is going to come and fill it because then what happens is your stability, your equilibrium is based on something external that you can't control. And my thing is like, "Mm, that doesn't, I'm very deeply spiritual and absolutely am not, I don't ascribe to a religion, but I definitely deeply believe in God. So when I think about that, I'm like, yeah, that doesn't make sense for the kind of God that I know. Like our power has to be sourced from the inside because if not, then that means we're essentially powerless and we're going to have to sit here and wait for other people to give us the validation, to give us acceptance, to recognize certain things um, in order for us to be okay. And so again, what I've just learned through my own process is Now you have to recognize and validate and accept these things about yourself. And some people are going to fall away and that is their right. And you also have to respect and allow them to back up if that's not what they want. But that doesn't mean you stop being you. You keep being you and you keep your eyes open for who your people are. So along this journey, what I have also learned is that if you want to live and experience life in a different way, you're going to have to intentionally build a different life and a different daily experience. And it's so easy for us to forecast that out farther. I'm going to do this in five years and 10 years. And you know, when I get this much money in the bank, when my 401k is here, once I buy the house and it's like, no, sis, your life is happening every single day right now. And there is no other way to get there except to build the road brick by brick every single day. And one of my fundamental beliefs you will learn over the course of this podcast that I have a lot, but one of my fundamental beliefs is you don't make yourself into something and someone that you're not to fit a life you don't even like. Instead, you show up fully and fully expressed and fully embodied as the person that God created you to be, and then you change your life so that it mirrors your reality. That is the formula. It's not the other way around because people will ask you to chip pieces off of yourself over and over again to fit in a box and you will look up and realize there is fucking nothing left and they are still asking you to chip, 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 chip. So you better figure out what it is 
who you want to be in this life, what you want your life to look like. And then again, start, you know, every single day taking a step towards little ways, big ways. There's not, you know, building a meaningful, inspiring and, you know, empowering life is really like making a quilt. There's not one piece. You have to pull scraps from a lot of places. Some of those scraps will be really small. Some of them will be large, but you piece it all together until it creates this large, beautiful patchwork quilt. But there's not one answer. There's not one way. And, you know, you're going to have to fight for your freedom day by day for sure. So I, you know, as a person, as a woman, as a business, as a brand, am about turning inward and connecting with your body and your mind and your soul and identifying and uncovering and creating the way to be in life and to do your life that works uniquely best for you versus trying to follow everybody else's path that is ultimately going to lead to their joy and not yours. And so, of course, that's what this podcast is going to be about too, because there are a million coaches and experts and parenting groups and dating books that are all screaming, this is the way, this is the way, this is the one proven way that's going to get you there. And I'm here to counter that and remind you that there is no one right way to be. And I will tell you that over and over again in a million ways. And I'm sure other people will echo it too when they come on. There's no one right way, but there is a right way for you to be. And that's what you're here to do. You know, we talk about purpose. We can water that down to a job, but that's really not what purpose is about. Purpose is really about what is the thing that you were sent here uniquely to do? You know, if you're into any of the science, you know, you know that no two humans are exactly alike. That may be true with identical twins, but for the sake of conversation, let's just go with my first, my first go round. Like no two humans are exactly alike. And so what that means then is that you have to, again, kind of start doing the work to uncover and discover the unique codes that you were sent here with so you can turn the fucking lights on inside your soul and stop creating a life, a relationship, friendships, maintaining friendships or going into a work environment and being around a family that you, you know, don't even want, that you don't even like, being around people who make you not like yourself. You know, I pay a lot of attention to how I feel about myself around people. And that's a big thing. It's not so much how you feel about me, but do I like who I am when I'm with you? And if I don't, that's a major red flag. So, you know, my thing is what you want wants you, but you have to deeply believe that in order to experience it. So I'm here to remind you that it is okay to be you and that there's always room at the table for you and that you have permission to you know, bring all of those unique, quirky, crazy things to the table 100% every single day. And, you know, in order to find your unique path, you have to show up in the fullness of your, you know, uniqueness and your divinity and your authenticity, because that's the only way that it's going to reveal yourself. And that's also kind of the premise of the Into the Wild magazine that I created earlier this year, because my belief is, the only way you find your path, you know, if you were, if you look underneath your feet, you're walking and you look underneath your feet and you see you're walking on a road that has already been paved, this is not new ground. Other people have, somebody else has done this before. And if you really want to find your own unique journey, it's going to require that you get out into the wilderness and that you go and forge a new path that hasn't been forged before. 
And it's going to look different for each of us. You know, for some people that is, you know, I, I talk about my best friend Raquel a lot and you know, Raquel, her purpose is absolutely being the matriarch of a family and a wife and nurturing her children and all of that. And that's not my purpose. That might be one thing that ends up happening on the road for me, but that is not the thing that I was sent here to do. But the only way, again, you can kind of find and step into that path is you're going to have to stop trying to be like everybody else and stop trying to, you know, Stop trying to worry so much about standing out and actually truly stand out. So what? So those things that are looking for you can find you. And I think about that a lot, even in terms of like relationships of somebody might be looking for, you know, the person who watches anime, loves friends and listens to, I'll say Garth Brooks, because I'm in my Garth Brooks phase. So, you know, he might be looking for the anime, anime loving, Garth Brooks loving. What was the other thing I said? friends watching woman, but because you're so busy trying to act like you like Lovecraft Country and Game of Thrones and whatever else it is that people are watching these days, you know, you don't, nothing turns on or, you know, as I would say, kind of like game doesn't recognize game, like there's no unique meeting of the minds there. So you have to show up in your full glory. And I also want to remind you that People are not going to like it. Like you can't have it both ways. You can't want to have your freedom and then want people to like it too. And I think, again, especially for women, because being nice and likability has been such a big part of our history, that's part of what you have to learn to grow through when you embrace this very authentic path is that you're going to show up and be and you're fully embodied and some people are not going to like it. And you're always going to be too much for some people. There are plenty of people I'm sure who probably don't care for me or don't care for my mouth or don't care for my methods or just certain way that I walk into the room, whatever it is. I really, I don't give any of that thought at all. So it's not something that I think about, but I'm also not foolish enough to think that everybody that I encounter loves me. But the thing is, I'm okay with that. At the end of the day, when I'm praying, when I'm doing my gratitude list or in the morning, when I'm checking in with myself integrity is a huge personal value of mine. And it's definitely something values in general or something that I'm going to talk about, I'm sure on this season, because it's a core part of my business and just how I run my life. I want to make sure that I am in alignment with who I say I am and giving myself grace that that may change, you know, as weeks go on. And, you know, from year to year, there are little tweaks and some things that worked from a few years ago don't work now. But am I in integrity? Do I like myself? And for me, if I know that I like myself, then I'm fine pushing away from the table. I'm fine letting people go, especially if they don't like me, how I'm showing up, then it's just not a good fit. So I say, you know, a big part of a huge part probably of being fully embodied in your freedom and your sovereignty is about letting go of all of the shit that's not working again, so you can step into what is best for you. Because when you are free and when you are fully embodying your sovereignty, what you know is you deeply understand that there is no higher calling and no greater duty that you really owe to the world than to show up fully expressed as yourself. That's the best gift you can give to all of us. So one of the things um, in wrapping this up, but One of the stories that I love, it's a children's book called The Ugly Duckling, and I actually have the hard copy and I keep it in my office. And I love it because that little baby duck spent 
like years of its life, and maybe it wasn't years, but it spent a long time of its life walking around and thinking that something was wrong with it and being told that it was ugly and weird when the gag really was, it was a fucking swan. And the ducks were actually the ugly ones. And it's like, I'm not, you know, in this example, I'm not calling the quote unquote regular humans ugly, but it illuminates the point so beautifully that the only thing quote unquote wrong with you is that you're trying to be something that you're fundamentally not and trying to fit into a crowd in a space in which you fundamentally don't belong. And there will never be enough shrinking that you can do to make it right. And so what ends up happening with the duck is, again, some kind of way, I don't remember how exactly it was, but you know, a swan is like, hey, yo, sis, why are you over there with them? You look like us. And then the duck steps back and it's like, oh, wait, I don't look like y'all. You know what? I do belong over there with them. And oh, now I realize I can do things with my body that you guys can't do. Or I, you know, what you were calling ugly is actually a part of my beauty. And again, I don't really think that, I definitely don't believe that fundamentally there are things wrong with us. But again, I have to say that to illuminate the point along the book is like, if you are in spaces where you feel like you're too much, or you feel like something is wrong, or you feel like you don't fit in, or it just, you feel stuck and it feels constricted and you're looking around and nobody is like you and nobody likes the stuff you like, and people don't talk about the things you talk about. I mean, I love deeply spiritual stuff and, you know, the things that I spend my time doing and involved in that bring me joy to a lot of people seem overly serious. It doesn't to me. And I've also found that because I have my group and I have my people, it doesn't seem like that to them either. So, you know, pay attention to how you're feeling around your people and how you're showing up. If are you, again, in integrity with yourself and who you want to be and how you want to do it. And if not, it's probably a sign that you're in the wrong group. You don't change yourself to fit them. You change the group to fit you. So I wanted to start this podcast I recorded a bunch of other episodes, but I was like, you know what? Let me back up. I feel like we should start with a good why, just kind of answering the question why, because this is what my passion is about. And you will hear me, especially when I'm talking to people that get really hype about certain things, because I feel all of this so, so, so deeply. And the work can take so many different iterations. But at the end of the day, I just want to be here as myself and you know, for me to accept that, embody that first. And then knowing that no matter what you guys do, no matter what happens out there, it'll all be okay. And because I want that for myself, I want it for you too. And so, you know, again, the work for me gets much deeper around, you know, spirituality and God and the gifts of femininity and being able to receive, which is a whole thing. And, you know, so much more distinct about, so much more specific about the distinct ways that we shrink and we lie to ourselves. Oh my God, we tell a lot of lies to ourselves and we play small and avoid responsibility to try and reap a harvest from a soil that we haven't spent one day tilling. And so it's like, you know, the life you are craving and the life we crave comes at a cost. And a lot of times we have to back into it. The question becomes, are you willing to pay the cost for this life? If you have this picture of how you want to live and how you want to love and how you want to parent and how you want to work and how many hours a day, you know, how many hours a day or hours a week you want to spend working, you're going to have to let go of some of the shit that you have now. Are you, and some of the people that you have now, are you willing to do that? And it's a question that only you can answer. So 
you know, this season, and I'm sure probably for every season after, it'll be talking about taking off the fake mask and tapping into your intuition and your gifts and owning your divine sovereignty. And again, just finally bringing your full self to the table, being able to receive, letting go of the extreme independence, and just bringing your full self to the table no matter the cost, because truly that is the only way to create a life that deeply matters to you, not to your mother, not to your parents, not to your children, to your partner, to whoever you feel like you owe for where you are now. How do you create a life that deeply matters to you and to become the woman that God sent you here to be? And so for me, the bottom line is anything less than radical, divine authenticity, it just won't do. Like we can't settle for anything else, anything less than that. So that's what we're here to do. That's what I'm going to do. That's what this podcast is all about. So again, welcome to Sodeka. Thank you for listening. I'll be back soon.